Welcome to the Third Growth Option Podcast, where we talk with business leaders and innovators hungry to drive growth that can be faster than internal organic growth and less risky than acquisition. Your moderator is Bernal Dunkerspuler, Chief Sherpa and CEO at Realign, who has led private equity-owned distributors through turnarounds and growth. With battle-proven leaders from all frontiers, we want to provoke thinking about business growth beyond conventional wisdom and binary choices. Hey, I'm Benno, your host. And today I'm very excited actually to have three entrepreneurs who all share history and business relationship with each other. And the three entrepreneurs are Lindsay DeMeyer of Dara and Company. It's a large manufacturing rep agency across the Southeast. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. And uh, Molly Holm of The Glory House, a designer, supplier of faith-based gifts and home decor. Hello, Molly. Hello. And last but not least, Chrissy Lamb, founder and CEO of the Love Is Project. You guys make bracelets and accessories made by, I think, 2,000 women in 10 countries. Did I get that right? Yes, around that number. All right. So all three of you, welcome to the Third Growth Option Podcast. I... You really kind of want to make this episode about, you know, what brings you guys together and Molly and Chrissy, Lindsay's company, sort of the sales arm of your companies. And then Lindsay, you have, and you continue to nurture both of them and many others. And, and, and you use the word nest to describe, you know, how you look for up and coming brands, startups and, and, and how you help them. Let's just kind of start there, Lindsay, with, you know, how how did this idea of Nest start? I would say that in general, the lifeblood, I think, of the gift and home industry is new artists and new brands and new ideas coming in. And in the 30 plus years that Dara and company has been fortunate enough to be in the business and doing what we do, we have come across countless brands and artists and artisans and people that have great ideas that just need help in launching them and growing their sales, which grows their revenues, which means that they can, you know, create more products or go into different mediums. And it really has been at the core of kind of who we are. My mom, when she started the business in 1989, I think really had the foundational vision for it in that she wasn't afraid of taking a risk on a brand new company because a lot of times they really become something special in the industry and they really become a cornerstone or a huge part of it. And so I kind of just learned by watching her that this was an important part of what we're given the opportunity to do as a sales agency. And we even went so far as to creating a spinoff company several years ago called The Nest to kind of put more energy into this. And ultimately that was biting off more than I could chew, but we have still kind of retained the passion for seeking out new brands. And and really, they have to take a chance on us too. They have to trust us that we know what can help them grow. We know what we're doing. We have an invested interest. And it really is something that is also the other part of it is super rewarding to sales reps. So they are a part of a company's growth. They can see that their impact is important and they can have input and they can provide feedback. And it really becomes this really dynamic relationship of, you know, just creation. And whereas we're really good at selling, we're not really good at creating, but we know great creations. 
And it's really balancing that between that and one of our, our vendor partners. So, Lindsay, when you said that you had sort of at one point approached Nest as another division, another company, and that was that sort of a uh, the idea of a of an accelerator or incubator. It was. It was really going to be an incubator. So it was going to seek out young lines that maybe didn't have the infrastructure to handle the volume of business that we normally do. And that maybe just needed a little extra time and a little extra care, a little extra advice or resources or connections. And so our thought was to to try to bring in several at a time and expose them to the the sales team and to the customer base and and really just manage the growth. So that was kind of the intention. Let's talk about you and Molly for a little bit with Glory House. Molly, I'll, I'll turn over to you. So you met Lindsay before it started, after it started, when it was a young company, you know, was it a year old, five years old when you guys met? We met Lindsay at the inception of our company. So we had an idea, we had some products, and we were going to China to figure out how to make them. I mean, literally like a day before we left for China with 60 samples in our bag, we went up to the showroom, met with Lindsay, and she said, this is great. If you get it manufactured, I would love to be your sales agency. And that's really how it started. We had a business consultant as we were starting our business. And one of the things they said is ask as many questions as possible. Some people will open their kimono and they'll show you everything. And some people will just say no. So all along the process, we ask as many questions as possible. And Lindsay opened her kimono and she's told us everything, right? So she's been a great advocate for just all the things you don't know. Lindsay has always been a great resource to help us figure those things out. And what were some of the takeaways for you, Molly, in, in terms of, or for Glory House, in terms of were there certain things that Lindsay said to you or suggested or maybe questions that Lindsay asked that changed Glory House's direction from, you know, going to the left to the right? I came from the design industry, so I, I knew a lot about products and designs, but I did not necessarily know how to be a manufacturer and how to sell it through a sales rep. So tons of questions on how does the sales rep work, but I can still remember exactly where I was in the showroom when actually Vicky said to me, I think y'all should do collegiate. Your aesthetic is perfect for a collegiate line, and I would support that, and I would love for y'all to start a collegiate line. So we probably would have never gone in the direction of collegiate if Vicky hadn't been one who suggested it and sort of pushed us along that path. So for us, collegiate is a big part of our business. We love it. And as a company, everyone here loves football. So we kind of say our priorities are our faith, family, football. And so being one of our top priorities, Vicky's nudging and Vicky's um, mentorship of that really helped. So to me, growth is always mutual, right? I mean, it, you, you cannot grow alone. You can only grow with other people. And that's give and take and asking questions, being open to the answers, even if, you know, we don't always like them. Let me turn to Chrissy. So you and Lindsay met fairly recently, like in the last year or so, right? I had done the uh, Atlanta gift show on our own before. We were potentially looking for reps and show growing, like I've been growing our wholesale business 
the past couple of years. And, you know, obviously you can't grow a whole brand by yourself. You know, obviously doing a lot of shows, just kind of learning the lay of the land in different regions. But uh, yeah, and, and Lindsay had come down to meet one of my colleagues uh, at the show and and then we reconnected after and, and then we signed on just a few weeks before the um, July show. And, and I was really very pleasantly surprised and happy to be a part of their showroom. Everyone there was so helpful and understanding and patient and friendly and not just only the reps, but also the other brands we were surrounded around. So I'm still in touch with some and, and they're really helpful also giving advice and, and just cause, uh, you know, had, had been doing wholesale was a different way and structure than how, um, showrooms operate normally. Chrissy, what do you think you brought to the conversation with Lindsay and, and her organization that helped you grow? You know, I think we had somewhat of an established brand or some brand recognition. We had been on Shark Tank, Oprah's favorite things, and 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 we were in stores and some big box retailers already. So I think it was not starting from scratch. So it was also right. being able to try to basically tell the story, get more boots on the ground. What's really attractive and amazing is to be having people who are based in their own region, who have relationships with stores there. It just really helps everything move along. And the fact that they have a beautiful showroom, everything's catered for the buyers during the week, and then they can bring people by. It's just like the traffic compared to just doing a temporary, you know, is is you can't compare it basically. So um, yeah, I think it was like, you know, I think what we brought to the table is like, you know, we are, for me, I'm a minority female founder working with uh, women in different countries. So it's creating, you know, women's empowerment as well as uh, focusing on diversity. And, you know, we do also different charity, like give backs within domestically and internationally with our artists and groups. You know, I think there's a, you know, and the whole idea is like love is, you know, the love is project is based on the concept of what love means. And uh, that's universal and how, each of our products are inspired by the culture and the craftsmanship of each place. This is like the theme that kind of ties in everything. And I think people can understand that. And we can also offer customization for brands, mm-hmm. schools, and all this. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to grow. So, uh, and I think Lindsay saw that as well. So I'm just excited to continue the relationship. Molly, you said something at the beginning about Lindsay's mom, I think, uh, said, hey, why don't you do collegiate? Do this. You know, here's a new idea. And, and you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's a great idea. Glory House is now, you know, a, a well-established brand. And now the challenge is, you know, how do you keep reinventing it, right? How do you keep it fresh and how do you keep reinventing it? How is the relationship between you and Dara and company and maybe also other vendors that are being represented by Lindsay's Dara and company. How is that helping you to sort of keep learning and keep coming up with the, you know, the what's next? She comes to our office, you know, fairly often. We have the privilege of being close to Lindsay. So Lindsay loves to brainstorm ideas. So quite often in a new season, she'll come out to our office and she'll brainstorm with us and we'll present our new collection. And she'll say, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? So Lindsay's helpful in that, but also her reps are super helpful as well. When we go to market, sometimes we'll take something and one of their rep, her reps will say, hey, but what if you did this for my region? And lucky because we're close, I can have my artist create a prototype and sometimes we can have it at market the very next day. So always say that our very best ideas come from our rep groups and our customers. So it is super helpful for us in particular that we're close to the Atlanta Mart. It is helpful that her reps are always willing to give ideas. And I think because we usually listen and we're pretty proactive, that 
they're always giving us more and more ideas. So they're the hands and feet that are on the street talking to customers. And so we're always willing to listen to whatever good idea they have. In addition, I do think most of us on this call just went to the conference, the gift and home conference and some of the other vendors in Lindsay's showroom and I spent a lot of time together. So we totally brainstormed lots of different ideas. How do you do this? How do you do that? And so I do think collaboration is super helpful and collaboration within the vendors in showrooms is super helpful. Everyone's a rising tide trying to help each other figure out, you know, what's the next best way to navigate this ever changing retail scene. Which is so awesome to hear because, you know, I've certainly Lindsay and I have been in the industry for many decades. And, and, and I think Molly, you're going on glory house. How long has glory house been around? Yeah, we're in our 14th year, 14th year. Right. So that sense of collaboration was not a hallmark of the industry <laughs> 20 and 30 years ago. Would you agree with that, Lindsay? Oh, wholehearted, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, right? <laughs> I mean, 20, 30 years ago, everybody was keeping things very close to their chest and not sharing anything. And, and in fact, because afraid of being knocked off, you know, everybody knocking each other off. And there is this sort of fresh air running through the building and the industry of collaborating, of sharing, of, you know, having a conversation like this one where, you know, two vendors and a sales agency are jumping on a podcast together talking about, hey, how do we, how do we nurture growth? How do we help each other? And Lindsay, you, uh, going back to this comment you made at the beginning, we tried to sort of formalize Nest into an incubator, accelerator, you know, sort of a formal process, and, and that didn't really work. But what you're doing now is working, right? That's just more informal. And, and, and the word nest is very organic, right? Right. So I would, I really look at it, Benno, as kind of what both Chrissy and Molly touched on, which I think is really what I didn't realize that it didn't have to be forced and it didn't have to be so programmed is that it actually happens organically when you create an environment where this can happen. So I love that Molly talked about the sales team. I know not only our sales team gives her input, but all of her other sales team members in, in other agencies, they give her input. And Molly's open to that. She listens to it. She may not be able to execute on everything that they want, but she never shuts them down. She's always an open door. And it's this back and forth collaborative environment. And, you know, Chrissy also touched on it too about having like-minded vendors in the same room with you. You guys spend a lot of time on the floor together in the lulls and the talking. And sometimes you go out to dinner together because it's really only you in Atlanta and you get tired of eating alone sometimes. And it really creates, that's what we want. We want to create relationship and community within our showroom and really within the whole industry. I mean, I think that that's where so much can happen when you become a little bit vulnerable a little bit open-minded and you can hear and you can listen without being, you know, if you don't, you know, if there's a criticism, then you take that criticism and, and you keep going. And, and I think that that's really what we look to create in our showroom and in our environment is that fluidity of back and forth. We don't want our reps to be shy when they're asking a vendor to do something that they know that they can be successful with. They know right? So they're the ones that are talking to the customers. They're the ones that are in the place. And and both Chrissy and Molly have been amazing on that uh, on that end. I mean, Chrissy revamped her whole line, <laughs> not her whole, she didn't change anything, but she, she was, she was so quick to answer their calls when we were in the middle of a January, I mean, of a July show and okay, you need this? Well, I'll do it this way. And 
you know, really being able to do that takes a special person to know, you know what, maybe I don't know all the answers and maybe I can do it this way, even though I've not done it like this before. I just think it's a really, it's just really cool to hear just the experiences that they've been able to have. It is not easy for a vendor, for a brand to be a really strong, well-defined brand that stands for something, which takes a lot of work, right? For Molly to have sort of molded Glory House into being faith-based gifts and home decor and then added collegiate. And there's a, you know what Glory House is. You listen to Chrissy talk about Love is Project and you go on the website and you're like, okay, I get what Love is Project is about. So they spent so much time forming and shaping and, you know, and, and, and sort of defining it. And then for the brands to also be open to changing it, that's where the magic happens, right? To change enough to, for the customer to be happy, but not to become everything to everybody, which means you would become nothing to nobody, right? Does that strike a nerve? or? It was more about changing how we structure our selling or how we do kits and stuff like that. So it was just to make it mm-hmm. easier to sell. I think the thing is before tweaking, or, yeah, because yeah. how we normally sell, it's like either we've done our own kits or 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 a la carte, and, and we've never had to use uh, barcodes before. And again, they're they're they have a different system. They're on brand wise. It's a whole nother. You know, I I do everything automatically through Shopify, Shopify Plus. So it's just kind of figuring out the best way to be able to do as many orders as possible as quickly as possible. And I think we just ran into some technical difficulties with Brandwise as well, because we were, we had onboarded pretty quickly. So, it, you know, things weren't the skews, things weren't quite right and stuff in there. So it was a, a bit of a trying to figuring out on the fly, like how to <laughs> make this work. Baptism by fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but now, now we're ready for, we're all, we're going to be all ready for January without any problems. <laughs> so, but I think, Lindsay, you're really onto something with saying it has to be organic, not forced. You have to create a time and a space for this collaboration to just kind of happen, to put people together in a room, you know, maybe very informally, as opposed to sort of, you know, setting up a platform and a process. And, you know, we will meet twice a week, you know, at 12 o'clock or, you know, something along those lines. It's exciting to hear all three of you talk about how you're telling each other and you're listening to each other and you're learning from each other. Are there other, just for the for the listeners out there listening to the podcast, other changes in any of your businesses that came about through talking to each other that were there things that where you can say, I mean, you, you've, uh, Molly already mentioned, Lindsay's mom said, at Collegiate, but just think about things that changed your business because of each other. I mean, it's easy for me to answer that question because it's only with brands and creators that continue to change our company. So again, my mom, she was super wise and she taught me early on, you've just always got to be either working with your existing brand partners or looking for something out there that's new and different that can continue to to kind of evolve. And it, it really, I don't know, it just, it's easy. It's, it's a natural it's in, part of, it's in your blood. of the business, <laughs> right? And it's a natural part of the business. And I think it should be a natural part of all the business. I mean, we certainly could go and, you know, try to solicit a line from one of our neighbors in the building that we think fits the mold. But a lot of times, instead of doing that, I, you know, I'd rather work with a 
brand partner. I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about going in this direction? Kind of like how you know Vicky did with Molly and Collegiate. It's we would rather preserve those relationships because we see the value in the relationship part much more than the value in the commodity of the product. I think too, just organic friendship has been one of the biggest game changers. Is you know Vicky's had me up at her house. Lindsay and I share a lot of life about our kids. So we have a lot of common, just a lot of common denominators. And I do think organically that grows. So I think it's not, especially with Lindsay, it's not just business, but it's also a friendship that, you know, is super helpful. And even especially during the pandemic, Lindsay is talking to so many people. So we might talk every other week or something. And she say, well, here's what I heard is happening. Here's what these people did to solve that problem. So because she talks to so many other people, she can synthesize a lot of information and she can see trends on what's helpful and not helpful to other vendors. And she sort of, you know, compiles all that together and give her some best practices. So that that's super helpful as well. She just has more tentacles out there than I do with different, you know, different perspective. Right. And Chrissy, when, when, when you and you and I were talking before we started recording, you were, you described Lindsay's showroom and their own company, you know, used words like family and open and friendly. That's not always the case in, with, with other sales partners that, that you've worked with in the last five or 10 years, correct? I mean, yeah, I, no, I normally have done every, on I've done things on my own. So yes, so for sure, it's like nice to be able to have like it feels like a family environment. You know, like like I said, like I was you know chatting with some of the other brands that were presenting near me, and we you know became friends and shared some ideas and thoughts, and I could just see how like okay, this is how they make things easier or what they do, like, you know, from their line sheets to make it, you know, easier for the buyers as well as like, oh, okay, you should be on Syncware to sync your Shopify with Brandwise, you know? So it's all these right. um, like things that I'm like, oh, this, you know, it's kind of like being a new kid at school because it was a different model. Right. <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is how it works here. Okay. So, but um, yeah, everyone was really helpful and accommodating and also patient and understanding, which is really helpful because obviously this was not my first rodeo in a trade show way, but it was my first rodeo in a, in a showroom. <laughs> so, right. In the sales uh, agency showroom. Exactly. And uh, yeah. So, and I think, you know, I, you know, this is just the beginning. So I'm, I'm excited to continue to meet other people and, and as well as get to know some of the reps better next time when I, you know, we're, we're not, you know, as, as I kind of, kind of, I was a little kind of stressed out in the beginning just because it was a, a new, new show for me and, and, and trying to get the kinks working. Little performance anxiety. <laughs> it's lovely to hear you guys sort of play off each other and bounce off each other. And I think this idea of collaboration and open and, and being vulnerable and admitting that we know a lot of stuff, but we do not know everything and we can learn from each other. It seems like those are the cornerstones or, or, or foundational building blocks for building this sort of organic nest for helping each other grow. Is that a fair way to kind of wrap it up? I think even another layer on that, Benno, is I know Lindsay's also involved in a nest of other rep principles. And so I think even her being in a group also translates information to her, which also then she translates information down to us. So I think it's even double tiered as far as information transformation. Yeah, I think that that's a great point, Molly. I mean, I do. I make a, I make a really strong effort to be in community with other people that are doing similar things. I mean, right now I'm a part of three different groups of three different really 
you know, groups of people in the industry that really provide so much wisdom and information to me. And I hope that I'm able to pay that back, but it really, it helps me understand what, what I also want to be able to kind of create within our own company and where there's value in that and, and bring that value to, to our, our vendor partners and our reps and, and really the, you know, the industry stakeholders at large. I think that being in community is really, really important for us. And one one of the three groups you're talking about is, is Tom Ungrit's uh, Mission Possible, right? That you and I are both part of. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, what Tom is doing is also another example of trying to create community, create nests. It does take time and dedication, you know, for Lindsay to be in three of those groups, for Tom to put one of those groups together, for, you know, for me to do this podcast, for Molly and Chrissy to jump on here. And Molly and Chrissy, do you guys have, do you feel that there is opportunity between markets? I know during market, you see other vendors, but is there enough opportunity, would you say, between markets, you know, the other 49 weeks out of the year to interact in this kind of constructive, intentional uh, way with other uh, brands? I was going to say, I think you just have to you're, take your own initiative, right? Because of the relationships that I've built in twice a year, I definitely, between those times, call different vendors for different reasons and say, hey, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? Like we were on Good Morning America and another vendor in Lindsay's showroom was on Good Morning America. So we tro we swapped lots of different facts about how, what worked, what didn't work, what we were doing. And so I do think once you build those friendships during market time, then you have a relational network that you can reach out for different particular instances on where you're needing help. And uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of trade shows other places. So I meet a lot of other brands I see on the road. I, I am part of some other entrepreneur groups, you know, so it's like kind of having some people occasionally to, to get some feedback on or ask like, Oh, you know what, you know, have you used this? Have you tried this? Like, is this working? So I think, you know, it's just, I think throughout life and your brand in general, you're always just going to, you know, it's like taking the initiative and, and you know, friendly and chatting with people and, and then uh, seeing how you guys can, you know, kind of uh, be able to share ideas and, and feedback. On that note, unless somebody else has any words of wisdom, you guys have been great uh, sharing your perspective on growth. And I appreciate uh, you guys taking the time. Thank you, Lindsay, Molly, and Chrissy. Thank you, Benno. Thank you. And uh, if folks wanted to explore other growth topics, you can find me on our website, uh, realignforresults.com, or just email Benno, B-E-N-N-O, at realignforresults.com. Thanks for listening, and keep growing. You can listen to more episodes on Apple, Spotify, or Google. We would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review it. Share it with your friends or colleagues if you enjoyed the content. Always growing.